is Sports Arena and it is Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 with every pay-per-view special Nitro Raw thingies that we can find in between. You yourself, Paul, and I'm joined as always by Jay. How are we doing, Jay? Uh, every special pay-per-view and palooza in between. And this week we are almost at a palooza. We are getting close to the palooza. And it's quite a palooza. We are palooza adjacent and I am all for palooza adjacent. <laughs> Can I say I'm excited for this, this pay-per-view? Is that too soon? Wait till the second episode. Because I feel that's the point for us to talk about the pay-per-view like- in... We'll run down the cards and everything, and we'll talk excitement. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're um, next week review show world. We're reviewing uh, the WrestlePalooza 1998, so it's going to be exciting. Cannot wait, but we have to get there. And our only way to get there is by looking at these two shows leading in, which is 261 and 262 of ECW Hardcore TV. Um, yes. Yeah, that's it, really. I concur. You concur. 1998, we're still there. Uh, episode 261 kicks off with Joe Gertner basically talking Tommy Dreamer. Yep. And a lot of Raven talk. Yeah, so they referenced the, the chair shot heard around the world, which was three years ago Yeah, um, in ECW time, which is crazy um, uh, and uh, how uh, karma um, has been dished out um, by by the Dudleys in the the chair shot return that they had um, and then uh, goes on to talk about how um, uh, they beat up Sandman and uh, stretching him out and uh, the bit that we didn't actually talk about last week and i meant to and i completely forgot the return of peaches yes back yeah. being the sandman's wife yeah that's um it is better i think that way than being raven's yeah. junkie girlfriend <laughs> basically yeah sorry i was just searching for something because i wanted to see I remember um, hero. I was searching for my hero and I remember Mortis doing a very similar, if not more brutal chair shot like that to Raven and WCW then revealed himself to be Canyon and I just was trying to work that out time familiar. I was trying to work out time scale where it sort of fit in so but um, yeah sorry Peaches uh, yes, yeah, so Laurie Fullington is uh, shown um, beside herself because her um, formerly ex-husband who sold her into prostitution but uh, and, and demanded that Tommy Caro, amongst others, paid their debts um, and then left him to go and worship at the altar of Raven taking their son uh, apparently he's back with them and upset that he's hurt is it <sighs> <laughs> a 
that's a journey, isn't it? Oh, God. That's a journey. Sometimes the strangest things bring people together, you know? Uh, Yeah. And and, um, uh, this this, this rekindles rekindles their relationship. Um, I think so. It's it's kind of like so hard because I feel like this is about the fourth time Sandman's had a career ending. Yeah, I mean, um, we'll talk about it in a. Oh well, no. Does this go straight into the? Um... This goes. This goes into uh, Joey Styles' tears. Oh, okay. So the the oh yes. Yeah, so it's a little bit later when they're doing highlights from. Exactly. Yeah, some random show, show, which again seems better than the show we've watched. But yeah. Let's let's go into Joey Styles and Taz. Yeah, so Joey Styles is um, d- d- talking about Taz attacking Shane Douglas, um, running down some of the card. They announced New Jack versus a Bam Bam Bigelow, which uh, is exciting. Again, we'll get onto that in the second half of the show when we actually look at the card. But um, good announcement. So then we go to Joey Styles in the ring. Taz's music hits. Um, Taz, we get like a whole music video of Taz. So we're just watching past clips yeah. of Taz beat, beat the crap out of everyone while he makes his way to the ring. One could say a Titan Tron. Um, so he gets in the ring. He, he seems focused and um, on sort of like Shane Douglas a lot here. I'm, I'm trying to, I, I guess he's feuding maybe like with the actual triple threat rather than sort of members, but he, he seems to have, it's kind of weird, this. I don't understand what the feud is, if that makes he's, sense. He's very annoyed that Shane Douglas and Bam Bam Bigelow are right and on one evening Bam Bam Bigelow was better than him. Yeah. Um, and as such, he's taken that this is he has been too much of a nice guy. Which, when Joey Styles kind of questions, he he gets a little bit stuffy with. Um, yeah. He, um, yeah. So basically, he, he talks about Bam Bam. This is better than man. Um, there's there's a noise, which apparently was Heyman saying, "Shut his mic off." Yes, for Which then, reasons. For no reason. It just, and then it led to him to quote unquote shoot on Heyman and say, you know, look at him when he's talking. This isn't like Austin McMahon. This is real. Let's shoot. Kind of. And I thought, what, what are you shooting about? What's actually happened here for you to react in this way? There was sort of a murmur, which I can even work out. It sounded basically just like they'd left a production thing on for two seconds. He said something about his arm. And um, that was it. Um, So that moved on quickly. Joey Styles just basically continually kept digging a hole for himself, um, not on purpose. And it sort of led to Taz getting angry and, and sparing him. Yeah. But um, Taz looked, he looked pretty jacked. He looks sort of more like the Taz that... Oh, he looks like a killer. Um, yeah, he, he does. He's, he's, just... he's, he's bulked up a bit as well, I think. He's just in this very weird, pointless 
Well, my, my issue with this is, um, and again, it's hard. It's looking at it in 2020 eyes when you sort of know what happens. But based on this story, is there any way you think Al Snow is going to beat Shane Douglas? Or is it kind of obvious that Taz is going to be the guy to beat Shane Douglas? I I mean, my bigger thing is, you know, you're right. And, and that's that's one of those things. But um, my bigger thing is that, you know, he gets a lot of TV time this week and next week. Um, couldn't do anything with him on the pay-per-view. I mean, he's, he's one of your most over guys and you know it. And he would sell pay-per-views if you put him in sort of anything, really. I mean, not just even a, like a 30-second killer match. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's a sort of, you know, Raw had ratings for weeks just purely based on Austin walking to the ring, stunning someone, then walking off. Yeah, not even um, not having matches. So, you know, agreeing with what you said, you could have just sort of protested in the pay-per-view, um, have someone in the ring, you know, chatting crap, and Taz sort of comes out and beats the crap out of them. And, or, I don't know. It's just... Um, it's weird. It's just... I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's, it's 2020 eyes for me, but it's very aware that they're pushing Taz as the guy who's sort of got Shane Douglas' number and wants Shane Douglas. And Al, Al Snow has gone from this crazy red-hot program that, you know, that the franchise is, is obsessed with him and he's in the franchise's head. So now the franchise seems more interested with Taz. Yeah. Why uh, is Al Snow not confronting him and all this sort of stuff? And we'll, we'll get on to the, the, the Shane Douglas psychology in in a little bit but yeah it's it's it feels and, and you know i i fully fully accept that a big chunk of this is um i'm a huge taz fan and you know we've talked at length for a long time now about him just being this you know looks super credible badass amazing you know stuff his promos are uh, oh, usually he's, pretty he's, good. Um, you know, he's he's had a couple of stingers, but usually he's very good. His presence, oh, yeah. insane. You know, he is. You know, that music hits. He walks out, and you think that you know someone's got to die. Um, and yeah, he's just got nothing to do. Um, they they took the belt off of him, and he's he's not really gone anywhere since so all he's done for the past month a bit longer is acknowledged time and time again that bam bam was the be- bam bam was the be- the better man at the- on the night yeah and like i said i just i don't know I mean, it's not sort of horrendous but like it's just the fact that it's very obvious you're constantly building for someone that like you said not on the pay-per-view and it's just it, i just find it strange but no, and we'll 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 armchair quarterback a twenty-year-old show in in a little while, but yeah, yeah. So basically, that happens. Um, great opening segment, though. Again, strong, regardless of you know details. Strong promo. Taz comes off like a, a bad motherfucker. He's he's legit, and um, 
yeah. As you said, looks jacked as fuck. Just, yeah. He does. He's behind. But, um, yeah, so we're then going to our first, same match. Uh, Fought by the Italians come to the ring. We then get Meanie and Nova come screaming out the rematch that we all demanded. This took me back to Doncaster and watching 1PW with you. <laughs> as, as we got a Tracy Smothers Meanie dance off. Yeah. And uh, I sort of had this had this weird vision of sort of like, oh, well, they, they were still doing this like six years later kind of thing. And neither of them are a new move. No, neither of them are a new move. But it's still just just as um, cool. But yeah, so he sort of had a weird dance off. Then there was a a mild sort of brawl and it sort of just ended and it sort of merged into clips from um, the Philly show. Yes. Which had highlights of New Jack beating up Droz. Yep. With a um, sort of a, a chair. I'm not sure if that's the, the 187 or something like that. It's cool. But yeah, basically just a chair shot from the top turn back, which is pretty brutal. Um, Justin, credible name dropping Scott Hall. It's a good promo. Um, was, was a good promo. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, when I was in WWF, I was Aldo Montoya. But, you know, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, no, it was decent. So he name drops to got hole, which is um, cool. And um, Taz beating up a ref. Yeah, including a weird leg drop for no apparent reason and then checking him out. But... <laughs> no context. And, That's done. And then um, Bam Bam versus RVD again, having another um, another great match. Or what it looked like it was going to be another great match. So what I loved about this one, what what I thought was, again, just the most insane, where the fuck is this, that you're just doing this and doing it as a highlight package, is Bam Bam's got his, his hands on Bill Alfonso. Yeah. And is uh, trying to beat up Bill Alfonso. He's got him trapped in the corner, turns around, RVD throws him the chair, spins for the Van Daminator, um Bam Bam kind of leans out slightly. So he RVD hits the Van Daminator on Bill Alfonso. Um, they then brawl a little bit more. And Bam Bam press slams and throws Bill Alfonso into the crowd. I know, right? What a... I was I was shocked by this because all the way looking at it, and, and RVD's laying there kind of watching. I'm waiting for the last minute. RVD Big jumps clip. up, drags his leg. Pulls him down, saves him of Alfonso Powers, but yeah, he got launched into the crowd only just. Well, this is it. But again, obviously, the the, the spike um, is sort of you know Iconic. a massive yeah moment, and this is just seriously forgotten. So, I mean, and interestingly for, a... for me, the spike Mike Awesome spot of this. Is it Spike Mike Awesome or is it Spike Bubba Ray? Uh, I think it's Bubba. I'm not sure. I wanted to say Mike Awesome, but it might have been Bubba Ray when he kind of basically gets crowd surfed all the background and out. That for me is the more iconic one. The Bam Bam stuff was amazing. And then it turns out that Bill fucking Alfonso is is taking it. You know, the one you're, you're thinking of is um, Bubba Ray. Yeah. Bubba Ray pressed him into the crowd because Mike Awesome just basically just 
Ragdolls it. Wrecked, yeah, wrecked him, him into a million tables. Again, a great um, pay-per-view match. Um, yeah, and then... We'll get that. Uh, the, 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 we will. I'm excited for that one. And the Sandman. <sighs> obviously, you wanted to talk about this earlier on, so... Yeah, so... Um, Bubba Ray and Devon are beating down on Two Cold Scorpio. Um, Tommy Dreamer is laid out somewhere. Um, so Bubba Ray and Devon are moving in on a, uh, a captured uh, Beulah with bad intentions. Light goes out, light comes on, is Sam Man in the middle of the ring with a neck brace on. Yeah. Um, the Dudley's powder. Uh, the uh, Joe Styles is saying how um, they don't want any of the sad man. He's out here to get his retribution. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he, he looks like shit. He can barely move because of this sudden neck brace. Um, and he's probably drunk. Um, I don't, I don't understand. After weeks of them being able to beat him up when he's fully fit, fully healthy, Etc. Etc. I don't understand why this is a thing, and it's just this weird kind of you know oh and and you know he's going to get his revenge because he's the hardcore icon and you know no one can take liberties with him. And I'm sitting there going, haven't I just watched him get beaten up by Sabu for like twelve times in a row? This is this is the problem. It's like um, he's sort of not protected at all at the moment. And we, no. we've said like he, he's obviously he's on his way out and I don't know I don't think they would know this at the moment though unless there's concerns backstage or something but um, yeah, he's, he's not protected at all really at the moment I mean it might be that that he's already said about not re-signing because I think it's around August he goes yeah and this is April May so they know they're into the last few months with him but it's one of those weird kind of, you could see why he wouldn't sign because good God, you've just got me losing to him and not even kind of like, you know, hard fought victories, but you know, in the end, you know, he's, he's just been destroyed by everyone. Well, that's it. I mean, he literally is just losing a lot at the moment. Is Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman the most ineffective tag team that's ever happened in ECW? Um, yes, and their record's probably shocking if you were to see their win loss record. But like I said, I, I, I thought they would have had a fantastic, like, they could have been champions. It would have been a moment that people would have loved. Especially in the, the, the last few days of, of ECW. Well, exactly. When the, when the team started to get a little bit crazy, they could have easily um, done something with them. But yeah, no, it just it never, never seemed to be a thing, which was... Um, Crazy because they teamed up a fair amount. Yeah, and like you said, you got these um, Axel and Balls. You know they don't take team. But then you got other teams which are getting the belts, which is a bit strange. But um, like even like Furnace and Lafon. I know it was only like for a couple of days, but yeah, still strange, isn't it? Yeah, FBI. I mean, you know how the FBI got a title run over any of these. Well, yeah, currently, especially. I mean, FBI, 
obviously we know in the future they really come into their own and have some insane matches. But um, yeah, no, like I said, I just I just find it weird, like um, especially when the whole build for FBI and the, the pay per view was basically how they're nowhere near the league of any of these teams and they're probably going to lose the belts. That was pretty much the build going into that four-way or whatever it was. One of these four teams win, except we know it's not the FBI because it's the FBI. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Um, Yeah, so Sandman's back. Again, not not awful, but why is this like a reveal in highlights? Yeah. This could have been just a segment of some description. But um, I, I guess you got there with it all. There was Next part of me have... was waiting for the heel turn uh, because you know you've got you've got Scorpio kind of hanging on his leg, trying to climb his way back to his feet, and you've got Sandman standing there with the cane. The baddies had already run away. It felt like it was going to be a, a, a heel turn and a cane shot across Scorpio, but never happened. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just literally him just coming back and then he's back. Um, next up, we got Chris Candido versus Axel Rotten. Um, every Chris Candido match is a decent match. And uh, I believe his brother is working on an autobiography about him. At the I moment. saw this. I, I saw this tweeted by underscore sports arena, and that's very exciting. Um, it sounds like, you know, so from some of the interactions that um, you've had with him on the sports arena um, Twitter account, at underscore sports arena, he's got some crazy stories about, you know, his time and his, his him being around DCW and WWF and things like that. So, uh, absolutely cannot wait for that. Yeah, and um, like we said before, it's going to be a fascinating story. Like even as we stated, like you know, to this date, Candido is still the youngest ever NWA World Champion. So you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of history and a lot of interesting things that were sort of thrust upon him at a young age. So regardless of the ECW stuff. There's an interesting journey there, so I think it'll be, um, yeah, it should be a decent, decent read, hopefully. Um, but this match itself, like I said, uh, good match. Highlight for me was Candido picking up and holding um, Rotten in a vertical suplex. Absolutely. Uh, that was that, that's the main highlight for me. The, the actual core strength to hold him up there for like, I don't know, like ten seconds, or whatever he did, was um, so impressive. It really was. Which sort of shows you how strong Candido is. I mean, I not taking away at all. Well, that's not true. So um, I, I, I need to acknowledge again, just because it needs to be acknowledged over and over again, just how very, very good Chris Candido is. Um, really, really hard to get a bad match out of him. Um, but there's a little praise I, I, I want to give Axel Rotten though, because. Do you know what? I think last couple of weeks he's been doing really, really well. I mean, he, he had a really decent match with Sabu when Sabu came back. He had a really decent match with Shane Douglas. He's he's done some stuff. He has. Um, and even when Shane Douglas was world champion, didn't he fight Axel Rotten again? Yeah. And, and, you know, gave him the, um, you're the reason I came back. Yeah, and um, he's he's there or thereabouts, but it's weird they just never seem to. I I, I feel that both him and um, Balls Mahoney were almost hurt by the the chair swinging 
things because both of them actually are, are really good technical wrestlers and could really do a mix of styles, um, but almost relied too much on the hardcore stuff to, to uh, at a cost of the rest. Oh, massively. I think in about, I think it's about a year's time, which is crazy to even think. Uh, RVD and Bulls have, I think, an amazing TV title match, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Which I'm looking forward to, and obviously going back and seeing again. But um, yeah, no, like Axel Rotten's really. I, I guess he, he's. Yeah, no, he, he's done really well the last couple of weeks, and he's been sort of the one that's thrusted, sort of forwards really, because he's been getting a lot of the pins, and obviously stuff like when Bulls is the one in the background, which is crazy because I always just assumed that Bulls was always the guy and Axel was sort of just his partner. But, I mean, and Axel's the vet in this. I mean, Axel's been with ECW for so long. 95, isn't it? About 95, I I mean, all the way back when he was one of um, Terry Funk's few good men. Um, (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Blend out all the highlights. Um, It's because a video package that we'll talk about in a minute made me nostalgic for, for all the stuff we've seen. Um, but yeah, it's, um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's been there a long time. He's had a lot of kind of stops and starts, but, uh, yeah, really, really solid. Yeah. Um, he's solid. He, he picks up the win. So Axel obviously picks up the win, get the momentum going into the pay-per-view. Um, Candido attacks him after, which brings out Balls Mahoney to sort of save his partner and beat up Candido. I was surprised there wasn't more reference from Joey Styles about Lance Storm not coming out. Yeah, I mean, I know obviously, and obviously they're feuding and all this, but it could have at least been Storm started to come out and didn't, or you know, God damn, he's a tag team partner. If he takes more damage, it's going to affect you as a team. And... Yeah, or just a reference of well, we know that Lance Storm's not going to come out and save him because he can't stand him. Yeah, just something, I guess. Yeah, I just find it really weird. It was just a complete non-event. Like, and obviously Bam Bam coming out is fine, but yeah, it just felt weird that there was no mention of his tag team partner and co-holder of the titles. Completely, was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, Bam Bam came out, made the save, really nice. Uh, we get a promo with Bill Alfonso saying, "Who's corner will be in?" Flips a coin. Shouts, yeah, daddy. Started to blow the whistle a lot. And then does the um, the joint pose of the the thumb and the point. Made famous by Cronus. It was made famous by Cronus. So, um, yeah, we get that. And then we get Al Snow versus Sabu. Um, again, Al Snow's been having some great matches the last couple of weeks. Not down that, but... Uh, it's just not shown as the guy who's going into the world title match here. I, I, uh, Sabu is a really interesting uh, opponent because there's b- bits where he looks like incredibly well choreographed violence, and there's yeah. other bits where it's just a car crash. And Tonight with Al Snow was just a car crash. I mean, it was one of those kind of things that every spot just was sloppy, mistimed, didn't work, fell off, table broke before it should have done. Just all of it, just kind of nothing, nothing clicked for me between the two of them. 
um, you know, uh, Sabu tries a triple jump moonsault and ends up crotching himself on the ropes um, and kind of ends up just kind of like scooting along, trying to get to a point where he can get off of them. Um, it was all just messy. Um, yeah. Good match from either of them. Didn't highlight either of them. Didn't showcase either of them. Just looked... The, the only person in this match that came out <clears> with <throat> anything is RVD. Yeah, totally. So, the end of this match comes with a table, sort of... So, earlier in the match, Sabu gets himself, again, sloppy as fuck. Uh, Hardways cuts himself across over his eye, heavily bleeding, um, uh, manages to continue on the match, but that's, that's a key point in the finish, so... So basically, yeah, so the table's facing, they're, they're baiting at the top, and snow kind of hits a snow plow on Sabu, knocking them both down. But RVD's already been out before this, hasn't he? No, so, on. yeah. Um, so snow was trying to hit uh, Sabu. Sabu managed to change it and hit him with a pile driver style thing, but didn't quite get it all because the table fell through. Yeah. And Sabu's going for the cover. And Sabu has him beat. Yeah, one, two, and RVD throws in the towel. Right in front of the ref, so perfectly done. Uh, timing was perfect. Uh, shot was perfect. Costs um, Sabu the match. Um, yeah. And then claims he threw in the towel because he's worried about his partner because of the, the, the cut in his eye. Yeah, which is just... Um... It's crazy, but again, sort of important and keeps it going. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, there's this, this, and the next episode when they talk about it, it becomes a little bit more clear. There's just this, this thing about uh, RVD not wanting Sabu to pick up any kind of momentum. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty clever. It is clever. And it's, um, that's it. Just add layers to RVD because he's not like a heel heel. He's just sort of a, a dick, sort of. But um, he obviously cost him the match. So, but when that was celebrating, the announcement was announced the winner, and there's a little sort of scuffle as we um, go off the air. Yeah, and that was the, that was the end of the, the last full show. Um, we then go to episode two hundred and sixty-two which is a complete pay-per-view rundown, which I think is like, I think it's good they did this. You know, I can imagine at the time we, we said the shows leading up can always be a bit sketchy and they just sort of panic because they don't know what to do the week before. But if you're doing a whole show dedicated to actually pay-per-view buys, um, I thought it was clever. Absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a hype show. It's a countdown show. It's a, you know, it's whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And, uh, you know, I'm for anything that makes, doesn't make them go, oh, shit, we've got a week's worth of TV. What to do? Well, let's just flip the belt. Because that seems to be where they are with things on a lot of them. It's like, oh, we'll, just, we'll just put it on someone different. They'll never see that coming. And that's starting to get annoying. So, um yeah, I'm 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 more than happy with um, just a, a setup that allows you to go through and, and you know really get 
excited for the cards we're about to see because it's a palooza. Yeah, it is a palooza, and it's, it's the first DCW palooza. So it's the first it's, one they uh, get to see. I think there was Wrestle Palooza '97. Oh, okay. But that wasn't on the, the specials, so oh. network, give us the palooza. Um, it's almost impossible to sort of go through this show. Oh, so it's we... just basically recaps. But I'll say we go down through um, matches and how do you want to work it? So whilst we didn't see the palooza as a special, yeah, we obviously did see the palooza as. Things because one of the things that happened at the Palooza is Taz defeated Shane Douglas for the TV Championship within three minutes. Well, yeah. Who is that? Because that happened um, a while ago, didn't it? A year ago. A year ago. That was that was um, yeah. That was Wrestle Palooza nineteen ninety seven. Mental, isn't it? Absolutely mental. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I enjoy how we watch this and how we're working through it, but time has no meaning. It's really no. weird. I'm gonna, I'm just about to open up Russell Blues 1995 card. Um, <laughs> Mikey Whitbreak defeats the Sad Man in the Singapore Cade match. I remember that. And the Gangsters defeated Public Enemy. In a stretcher match. Yeah, I um, yeah, I forgot that one on purpose. <laughs> well, there's been a few palooses then. I thought, I suppose, because the pay per view is the first one that's really sort of not just uh, last week at Wrestle Palooza. Yeah, so this is the third Palooza 95, 97, 98. 97, yep. we didn't see as a card in itself, but we saw and covered under Hardcore TV. Um, and yeah. this one, we can actually settle in and palooza. And palooza the palooza. Right, where do you want to start with this one? Uh, let's start with the first segment, which was the Shane Douglas career history. Yeah. And then what we'll do is we'll jump to the last segment, which was the Shane Douglas Al Snow um, build up. That works. So. Uh, so- how did you feel about the, the, the Shane Douglas video package? Um, it, it's good, obviously. They started off with the whole NWA thing, showed it in sort of great detail. We covered sort of um, pit bulls and a lot, a lot of the bits, really. And I, I felt it's good to get over the... the... It's, it's kind of weird. It, it gets over what how much of a dick... Sort of Shane Douglas has been and been a top heel, but doesn't really do anything for this feud. No, because he hasn't he hasn't done any of this to Al Snow. No, and and if we were to build in so, the if we jump around a little bit and talk about the the last promo, which is very much about them, um, yeah, it's one promo. It's one promo where he's in the ring and people are throwing heads at him. That's that's what I'm saying. That's all there we is. We said, didn't we? Like we we said, like the first, like literally the first, like two weeks after the last pay per view, we, we said it feels like they're getting all of their pay per view footage in now. It feels like the pay per view should be now. They've got everything in. They've done their go home show. The pay per view should be now, and we were right because now we're a week away, 
And all I'm thinking about is Shane Douglas versus Taz. Yeah. And it was weird because, like I said, there was two weeks of Al Snow was in his head and everything was head and he was obsessed. And like you said, people were throwing heads and he hated it. And to the point all of this. And it was physically violent to Francine because of it. Exactly. And now it's, he doesn't even, there's not even really a thing about him facing Al Snow at the pay per view. It's like, all right, we've got Taz in the background now. And um, it's very, though, like, like I said, that program's great in itself. It's just, just really weird how they sort of handled this Al Snow thing. Yeah. Um, so the video package I thought was, was very good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved reliving the, the NWA title speech because, you know, I thought that was fantastic. Um, yeah. I had forgotten that it was uh, too cold in the final. Um, but, yeah, um, all of that was, was great. All of that I loved. I loved watching the, the, the evolution of the franchise. Um, I think it really, again, for me, highlighted just how important and how driven you can become when uh, a beautiful sassy woman takes over and comes into your life because the Francine stuff just it's even in a video package like this it just feels like he suddenly rockets so that it is yeah his character's grown so much because of it uh, that that reveal um and again I've forgotten um but that reveal of um you know she she interferes with the, the Pitbull uh, match and then um, pulls her skirt off to reveal franchi- uh, the franchise uh, name on her bikini bottoms. Um, yeah. Just perfect. And just set those two up all the way through. Um, so, yeah, I thought as a Shane Douglas video package, this was great. One of the reasons they're doing this is because, um, and again, ECW can't work out whether it's 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 working or shooting. Uh, so last week we were told that Taz injured Shane Douglas's arm because Shane Douglas yeah. dared him to and didn't think he would be brave enough to with all of the triple threat in the ring, but was incorrect. Yeah. And therefore now needs to face... Al Snow with this injured shoulder, this injured arm that needs uh, elbow that needs surgery, um, which we'd kind of, I'd kind of speculated might be that he was trying to injure his arm so he didn't have to do it, but apparently that wasn't the case, which makes that even dumber. Um, so yeah, so yeah, last week it was that he's got an injured shoulder, uh, an injured elbow because of Taz, and it needs surgery. So even if Shane Douglas wins he's not going to be able to defend the title for a long time. Yeah. Um, this week, it's um, bone splints in his, in his elbow, which is why he needs the surgery. He also has a cracked palate in the roof of his mouth. Um, yeah. And he went against doctor's orders and went on an aeroplane, at which point his sinuses exploded. So he's not allowed to fly to the show, which means he has to drive from Pittsburgh to Atlanta, to, to Georgia. I mean, it's one of them, I don't know how much these are true, but if one of them 
true, then it's horrendous. Well, we know his. We know that the, the the elbow bits real. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Because obviously, yeah. Um. So, if you're the booker, and you're heading into a pay per view, and you've got a champion who is likely to be out for six months. Yeah. What would be tempted to um, take the belt off him? Yeah. Now, if you don't want to give it to Al Snow, because spoilers for a 22 year old show, this is Al Snow's last match in ECW. Um, oh, so he goes to Raw after yeah. this. Oh, wow. They called him up well quick. Yeah. Again, that, that, maybe that's why, maybe that's why the feud switched off so quick. Maybe. But yeah, that famous ECW runs just, it, it was, it was a blink. Um, so I understand you might want to not put it on our snow. If only you had someone else who's involved and could get involved and you could do something about picking the bones and beating within three minutes and everyone would, would kind of buy into that and, you know, they'd, they'd really still think that was the most awesome thing in the world, brother. And leave the crowd going mental and make people who haven't seen the pay-per-view go back and watch the pay-per-view. Yeah. And, you know... Because, because of the shock ended. Maybe have the first feud set up from the moment that Shane Douglas has to walk away because here's Bam Bam Bigelow who uh, is coming after you because you've just injured his boy. Plus, he's the Taz killer. He's already beaten you for one belt. It's true. And also would protect him as well because... He was injured, so they sort of almost had a get out of like, yeah, why there'd be a rematch. So, but yeah, no, it, um, well, I didn't realize he left straight away. That's crazy. Apparently, I mean, according to Wikipedia, I must add. Yeah, no, it's probably it's probably right because I know he, uh, went to King of the Ring. I guess it must be King of the Ring '98 that he faces um too cool for a contract. But, um, yeah, wow. Mind blown. He just appears, I remember he appears at the shutter uh, banging it with the head, trying to get in. I remember I remember him returning to um, Raw. But, um, yeah, uh, crazy. But, um, yeah, what, what match the card do you want to... Run through quick. Uh, what else did we see? We saw Justin Incredible and Mikey Whipwreck. The story so far. Yeah. That was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just been going on for a while, but like I said, they have good matches, so I'll be up for seeing it again. Uh, my issue remains that it's the 23-year-old upstart versus this um, uh, young kid underdog. Grand Slam underdog. Yeah. yeah, it was like, you know, if you win a tag team title with Cactus Jack, you, you can underdog that. I could believe it because Cactus kind of carried him and was just like, he was so scared because he was sort of punching. And that, that was underdog for and through. That was perfect. First TV title. Because he just win. had an amazing can, partner. Yeah, first TV title yeah. win, you can also say. Um, you know, got beaten up. Jason took him too lightly. He got rolled up. Yeah, but they were defending the title for like six weeks, didn't they? Yeah. Which again is like, but um, 
And then there was that other one. Yeah, no, that's what was the other one he won? Um, oh, yeah, the World Heavyweight Championship, which he then defended against Sam Mann and Steve Austin and other people. Yeah. It's mental, isn't it? It really is. Um, well, I think, because I said this... this Shows like two hard sort of breakdowns. So if you just go through the cards. Let's go through the cards. So we begin with, I'll, I'll jump around so it's not in, in card order, but yes, yeah, so we've got Shane Douglas versus Al Snow as our main event. Yeah, again, uh, like we said with that, feud started off really hot. I, I, you can tell they're phasing away. Like I said, if, if Wikipedia's correct and Al Snow is leaving, it sort of makes sense. But um, as long as there's not that motion sickness camera, I'm excited for the match. Uh, then other triple threat members in action. We've got Chris Candido and Lance Storm versus Balls and Axel. Um, yeah, interesting to see how they get out of that one, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, uh, I, it's got all the makings of an excellent match. Um, oh, massively. Uh, then uh, finishing off the triple threat, Bam Bam in his match against New Jack. This one has massively got my attention. Because um, you know Styles mate sort of sort of fights and all this, and this is um, this just has potential to be an absolute insane brawl. So, and it could be a real sort of coming out party for New Jack because I guess it's his first big solo match. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how he's highlighted. Um, and speaking about big brawls and the highlights, uh, RVD versus Sabu. It never disappoints, does it? You know, it'd be a good match. Um, they are former foes now best friends now foes again um, and they even went back in the video package and talked about the handshake that started it all uh, but they have spent the last year and uh, however long it feels longer beating up Tommy Dreamer and Sandman who in this one are going to be beaten up by the Dudley Boys this is good as well I mean I know it's going to sound like really stupid because it is an ECW, but this feels like a very ECW card in, in the sense that it, it's just everyone's familiar. Now. Yeah, I mean, we are getting to the point of it's names, names, names. Um, yeah. We've talked about Just Incredible versus Mikey Whipwreck. And then the yeah. only other one, building and saving the best for last, is we get to see the FBI take on the BWO again. <laughs> Oh, can they can they pick up the win finally? Let's see, let's find out the Palooza. <laughs> it's a reason for everyone to watch. Uh, but we're gonna put it on the social media, we're gonna be putting up um what are your thoughts of Wrestle Palooza. So obviously get involved and tell us any matches that you think stand out, etc. We we'll obviously read out what you think about it next week. Because it's it's always fun to hear um other people's memories of these pay-per-views because you get so caught up in the stories that you do forget sometimes it is 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, because some of the current product is um, missable, in my opinion, so I'm very much just engrossed in this as it is sort of real life. So I'm, I'm enjoying, <laughs> I forget that it's done and dusted in a way. But um, yeah, so that'd be really good. And what are on the social media looking at that? One of the things that I've enjoyed voting on today was your... Um... Uh, who booked them better, WCW or WWF, um, on various ECW alumni? Yeah, we've been running through some of the people that basically um, left ECW and sort of moved on. Some of our, our 
defunct and obviously some while it was still going. And it's just simple, you know, who who is better? You know, like who books it? So he'd like Raven, who books it better? Um, most people stay in WCW and stuff like this. But we'll go through, um, maybe some of them will share it all in the story so people can see the results. But it's just, it's just interesting. Obviously, we're not going to say who booked it better like and give ECW an option because most people will pick ECW. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's just interesting because you forget how many crossed over with sort of same similar sort of characters and all that sort of thing. And you kind of find it bizarre that it was almost WCW that had hack yeah. rather than the Sandman. When you'd expect WCW to be the one that sort of went for the name Sandman and WWE to want to change it. Yeah. Uh, out of the two, it's kind of... Um, but, um, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Obviously, if you want to get involved, it's very simply at underscore Sports Arena on Twitter or Instagram. You know, there's always something going on. Like we said, we're um, if we're not sort of talking ECW or hashtag ECW lives on W2K19, we're also sort of retweeting other people's sort of bits about ECW and stuff like that because um, it's just always nice. It's nice memories. And, you know, we are reliving the revolution here. So I encourage everyone to get involved in whatever way they want. Absolutely. Oh, just one week away from the Palooza. You're excited. I'm not going to sleep. You don't have to sleep. That works out nicely. Cause you I- do have to. You do have to sleep. Um, Possible. But yeah, no, absolutely buzzing for next week's show. It's pay-per-view week. They're the best sort of weeks because it's just crazy, crazy cards. Like I said, we'll be putting up the show. Ask you for your opinions. Get involved. We will read them out. Um Oh, anything left to say, Jay? Bring on the Palooza. <laughs>